0: Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house. But none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplify.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello. Welcome to the final podcast episode of July in this little mini series where we are talking about simplifying everything in your motherhood. That's not a pile of stuff on your floor or your couch or wherever else. We talk about decluttering the physical stuff in your home all of the time. And I've really loved this last month of getting to talk to you about simplifying everything else. And I want to end it by talking about decluttering your mom guilt. Mom guilt sucks. (laughs) It's got to go. And so let's start off with the definition of guilt. So guilt is when you feel like you did something wrong or bad, but it doesn't actually mean that you did. You can feel guilt without having done anything wrong or without having done anything bad, but you still feel like you did. And a lot of times for moms, I think our guilt comes from having unrealistic and unfair expectations of ourselves, but also unrealistic and unfair expectations that other people put onto us. I think it's having lack of clarity in what we actually have to do and what we don't have to do, releasing all of those labels and demands that we put on ourselves. And inside of my course, motherhood simplified, I actually have an entire program designed to help you figure all of this out. Let go of those labels, let go of those expectations, identify where they're coming from and who they're coming from. And are they going to stay or go and decluttering your mind and your heart and all of these things. And this podcast episode, I'm going to do my best to give you like a condensed version of what you actually get inside of that course. And I'm going to start with telling you a story time. So as a new mom, I instantly felt like I had to do all of the things and have all of the things for my kids. I had to go to the story times. I had to have the coolest and best toys. And I don't even know where I picked up the belief that if I wasn't the one doing 100% of the caretaking, the housework, the career at the time I was in college, if I wasn't doing all of those things and doing them at a hundred percent capacity, that I wasn't a good mom and I felt guilt for wanting time alone and guilt for needing a break. And I really think that it's because societally we have all of this pressure on ourselves. And we had that before social media was around before I remember when Pinterest first came out and you had to get an invitation only to Pinterest and thinking that my life needed to be a Pinterest board and thinking that my home needed to be a high quality store, like a high quality toy store. We had to have everything basically have a little craft store inside of my home. Cause that's how crafty I was. <laughs> and we needed to have our days laid out like a lesson plan. I'm a former teacher. So I had that embedded in me as well. And the guilt that I carried for never achieving those expectations in my reality was crushing. And not only did I have these idealistic expectations deeply embedded into my mind. I also had a ton of everyday responsibilities that had to actually be done. I had to go to work. I was going to school. I had to cook. I had to educate my kids. I had to raise kids, which in general is just demanding, like pull them apart, refereeing, stop fighting, stop climbing the counters, turn up the sink. Why did you pour soap all over the floor? (laughs) and i like had these idealistic not even possible expectations in my mind about everything i wasn't doing and felt so bad that it wasn't my reality it's so unfair so not only was i carrying all of that weight but i was carrying that weight alone because everyone around me was just as consumed by their own motherhoods and their own lives and their own everything else that they had going on. And as mothers, we just don't have communities like we used to. We don't have the help like we used to. And even just trying to create or find a community that we can fit into and give and get support from is just another thing on our to-do list that doesn't always get done and it's exhausting. And so then on top of all of these things that i have to do on a daily basis. i was also living in a very cluttered home which was impossible to manage and is a totally different story. I listen to any of the other podcast episodes so hear about that. but what i know now obviously society has a lot to do with the guilt that we carry. but a lot of my guilt actually stemmed from my clutter and the stuff in my home, I had guilt that I needed all of the things for my kids. And no matter how much we had, it still wasn't enough to match my ideals or it wasn't good enough, or it wasn't the right kind of stuff, or I couldn't afford the kind of toys that I thought I should have. And so I had guilt for that. But then on the other side, I had guilt that I, I couldn't even use everything we had and I couldn't keep it organized. So I felt guilty for that, that we had all of this perfectly good stuff that we weren't even using and guilt that I couldn't figure out how to get my life together enough to actually enjoy what we did have. And then I had guilt for how it made all of that stuff made me so disconnected from my kids because we have all of these things to do that should be fun and educational and like Pinteresty or whatever. And I'm not doing it. And not only am I not doing it, but I'm feeling so disconnected from my kids. And I felt guilt for that. And a lot of these things, the guilt was pointing me in the right direction because guilt shows us what we need to change and what we need to work on, unless it's guilt about something that doesn't matter at all. And so I'm sharing this with you because it's a complicated thing to like, understand why we feel guilt. Do we feel guilt because other people are putting expectations on us that we can't reach? Are we putting expectations on ourselves that we can't reach? And are we really missing the things that we should be doing. So how do we, how do we untangle all of that? Number one, declutter your social media, stop following what other people are doing. Stop thinking that motherhood means that you are a craft store, or you are a teacher who follows the most perfect lesson plan. Let it go. It's enough to just be with your kids and not have it be photo worthy. It's okay. It is totally okay to do that. Now societally you're going to have to just deconstruct these messages that are around us. Okay. And it can come from many things. It can come from history that we learned as kids. It could come from your religions. It could be from your family dynamics. It could come from how we were raised, but a lot of times we feel guilt. Like here, let's talk about this one. Women's rights. We, as women got a whole lot of rights granted back to us in like the sixties we're allowed to vote we can work and so we feel guilt for maybe maybe you do maybe you don't but a lot of us feel guilt for not utilizing those rights to work and to be outside of the home and have equal opportunities we feel guilt for that and then we feel guilt for staying home And it's just crazy. Or maybe your religion has these expectations that they put on you and it doesn't match what you want for your life. And so you feel guilty, or maybe your family has these expectations ingrained in you that don't work for you. And so you feel guilty, or maybe you were raised to believe that you were supposed to be something that you don't want to be. And so you feel guilty, right? So deconstruct all of these things that you see coming at you, all of these messages coming at you, telling you what you should do, how you should be and do what you can to let that go. Now, I will say inside of my course, motherhood simplified, I've broken this down into very actionable steps to do this by decluttering your mind and it goes sequentially. So if you you want to get the full program to help you deconstruct all of this stuff in your mind and your heart and your role as a mother and, and your relationships and creating boundaries to protect that. Get into the course motherhood simplified. It it, enrollment closes the end of July. Also realize that our role models lived in a very different time than us. They had very different expectations than we have in our motherhood. Now our older generations who are our role models and we can learn a lot from lived in a very different way. They did not have social media. They did not have the internet. They did not have Pinterest they did not have mom blogs telling us that this is how you should play with your kids this is how you should craft with your kids and they for sure were not pressured to do every single thing on their own to these extreme levels in all areas of life all at once they just they didn't have that and so if they did have that all being thrown at them in the way that we do their heads would explode. (laughs) And I tell you that not to be like, we're the, we're the more resilient generation. I tell you that because that's how overwhelmed we are. That's how normalized we are at being overwhelmed and at being bombarded with all of these messages and information and expectations and photos and unfair visions of what motherhood should be at our fingertips, literally all of the time. And so we can glean wisdom from our family and from society and from people who have gone before us. And we can also recognize that the way that we live now is unique and it's demanding, it's overstimulating. And I want to encourage you to release the things that aren't yours. See an opportunity. I'm going to take it. Um, I consider hiring and asking for help, self-care, right? Delegating to your family, which is what we talked about on last episode, advocating for yourself, asking for help, hiring help, um, learning to let go of the things that you don't actually have to do that are bringing you down. Um, going to therapy therapy is one of the best forms of self-care that I have ever done. I know not everybody likes therapy, but I love it. I would do therapy for fun. I do do therapy for fun. Um, i not like, you know, it's not like the same kind of fun of, as like going hiking or something, but I do it because I enjoy deeply nurturing myself and deeply supporting my nervous system and understanding myself and my mind and the way that it works. Um, so that's another form of my self-care. And even with that, you know, it has to look different for motherhood. I use the BetterHelp app. I'm not sponsored or anything, but I use the BetterHelp app and that allows me to do it text message style and, you know, calls from the comfort of my home during nap time with my therapist. So um, there are so many things that you can do as a mom, but um, what I want to leave you with is that self-care is really about getting to know yourself advocating for yourself, uh, figuring out what you actually like to do and adjusting it to meet the way that motherhood works for you right now. What season of motherhood are you in? Is your self-care right now completely different than what it was three years ago? And that's okay. It's a season of life. It's going to go change. Go listen to that episode, navigating demanding seasons of life. Um, But self-care is really those things that you intentionally do to Make yourself feel good, make yourself feel nurtured, make yourself feel supported and eliminating the things that make you feel badly, that drain your energy, that you don't actually have to do. And it's learning how to do that before you get to your breaking point. And then you say, you're going to go do self-care, but really what you're trying to do is escape the way that your life is going right now, because you've neglected yourself for so long that you've got to just get out and survive, right? Like it's, a, it's in the best interest of everybody if mom just gets out of the house alone for the next two hours and that's not self-care, that's desperation. So I hope this is helpful for you. I do have an entire self-care section for learning how to do this for yourself, what kind of self-care you need, the seven different kinds of self-care that you can actually practice, ways to implement it in your days and in your life um, based on the season of life that you are in, inside of my course, Motherhood Simplified, which is closing soon. It's only available in July. It's it helps you simplify every area of your mom life: your time, energy, routines, boundaries, delegation, self care, all of it. Um, it's simplifying everything beyond that physical clutter in your home. I love this course. I'm so excited that it's back. I am. So excited to see all of you enrolling in it and learning from it and coming together as a community of moms who want to change the way that we have been existing in society and do it in a new way. That's really what this course teaches you how to do. And I would love to see you inside. The link to enroll is in the show notes or in the description of this video, or you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash motherhood dash simplified dash. 2021. That is it for today's episode, and I will see you all in the next one. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full blown minimalist